Gurriel's ready. Here's the one-two. Did he go around? Yes, he did. Couldn't hold up on the slider, and that is the ball game. The A's even the series at a game apiece, defeating the Houston Astros 4-3, as the Astros' lead in the AL West is now a game and a half. Astros see their win streak end at six games. This is another Astros podcast. AJ, we're just talking. You don't like full beards. You don't like the big growth on on the beards. You like the trim beards. So I, I do like the beards on some guys. Dallas Keuchel's today's starting pitcher. I like Evan Gaddis. Yeah, I like. Um, you know, there's some. We were talking about Corey Kluber shaving his beard, mm-hmm. and his wife called off the bet. And and it always makes me wonder what it would take for some of our guys to change their facial hair. It probably takes Jim Crane coming up with an organizational mm-hmm. policy of taking facial hair away, which is which I don't think is going to happen. But um, for me, no, I'm 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 a shave every day type guy. Mm-hmm. Try to try to stay clean cut. You do that for a reason, though, right? Well, it's a little gray, and it's and it's also a little itchy. So I'm, I'm I thought very, it was because your mom. <laughs> no, I'm very sensitive to my to my facial hair. Um, if you grew a beard, it would be kind of tight. You kind of keep it kind of trim every day. Yes, it would be it would it would be very uh, very much under control and not so much um, sort of caveman look look alike. So you're saying Keichel or. or- or Gaddis look more like a caveman. They're a little more aggressive than 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 how you or I would would rock the beard. <laughs> Dallas Keuchel's pitching today, and for the last couple months he's been really consistent. Maybe as consistent as anybody in your rotation. I, I'm not going to say he turned it around because he's a great pitcher, but uh, what's he doing well? You know, he's he's doing uh, a lot of things well. Mostly, you know, he's mixing his pitches. He's he's going to a, an area of the strike zone. Where he and he's executing in an area of, of his strengths and also the hitter weakness. He's doing a good job of adjusting. There's days where he's he's been predominantly two seam fastball. There's been days where he he's throwing some cutters off the plate and some sliders. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love how he's adaptable to the game plan that's necessary to beat the opponent, and he's executing pitches. So when he does that, the soft contact comes. The the, the swing and miss is still in there, and, and, and he's been pretty efficient. But he's been one of our better guys for the last couple months. And as a catcher, it's kind of fun to, to catch a pitcher who can adjust on the fly too, right? And also execute whatever you want. There's, yeah. there's, when you have a lot of choices, then you feel like you can read the game, read the swings. Obviously, we have the scouting reports, and Dallas can, can, can execute. And he's going to have to do that against this lineup. You know, they, they're really good at, at, at being pesky and being difficult outs and – um, so you have to mix and match how you approach them. If you think you're going to get these guys out two and three times the same way, you're, you're, you're probably asking for trouble. You ever drive to the ballpark on a certain day and start thinking about the guys on your team and think, hey, I haven't talked to so-and-so in, in two or three days. I need to touch base. I do. You know, I, I, try, to, I try to make my way through. You know, I, I, talk, I call it a lap. I'll take a lap through the clubhouse. Or, I'll, you know, I eat in the food room. I don't eat in my office. And, and and I try to make sure I see you know everybody before the game starts virtually every day. Now there'll be a guy that 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 I don't talk to a ton. You know, a Brad Peacock doesn't talk a ton. Tony mm-hmm. Sipp doesn't talk a ton. Um, you know, I've got to go out of my way for some of the younger players like a like a like a Valdez or um, you know when some of these younger pitchers are up here. Mm-hmm. But um, it's important to 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 keep that camaraderie, keep that connection, and and just be a normal guy you know it, it's a long season and and we we feel it right now we're all a little beat up right now in august before the before the september stretch drive um, and it, and if you do your job right then you're you're staying connected with these guys you know virtually every day when you have one of those guys that's quiet how do you learn how to wh- which buttons to push if you can't really get a whole lot out of them yeah it's hard and and obviously i rely on the positional coaches to 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 know them a little bit better than i do or 
Um, you know, it, it, a lot of that stuff comes out of spring training when I when I do those morning meetings oh, yeah. where you get to know some guys. So I know, you know, some some interests of you know CNL Perez, who will be back here you know later this week, is an avid fisherman. So I just got a fishing pole in the mail from the All Star Game, and I'll, that'll be a conversation. You know how trivial it sounds, but it's it'll it'll connect he and I on a on a level that's outside of baseball, outside of his his repertoire. Um, it'd be one of the first things I talk about with him when he when he gets back. Hey, your office is a sporting goods. I mean, you, you've had bowling balls in here. You're, you're talking about a fishing pole. What's going on? I know. There's, the, I guess it's perks of, of the of being a major league manager. It's also um, a dumping ground for a lot of different things. You know, when you got a football helmet sitting. There I do. Time. I have an Astros football helmet. I got a bowling ball. I got a fishing pole. I, yeah. Um, you know, I have a crystal ball here on my on my office that reminds me of the of the 1996 Olympics. Wow. I have Steve Sparks in here interviewing mm. me relentlessly every day. So it's, it's a great life. <laughs> All right, AJ, uh, got a chance to win the series. This is big, playing against Oakland. You don't get to see him again. Uh, how important is this game in your mind? It's important. You know, we need separation from these guys. They, they, they've been very uh, difficult to shake this season. You know, I, I keep reminding our guys and reminding the public, we, we're setting franchise records for a number of wins at this time of year. We're ahead of our pace from last season. We're having a really good season. Yet it feels like we have this 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 sort of nagging like you know little brother next to us. With yeah. the A's are having an incredible season, so when you play them head to head, you want to beat them obviously for 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 all the right reasons, and you want to defend your home ground. You know this is our home series. We want to win this series. We have a four game uh, series with the Angels next, and and before rosters expand and. And we don't get to see the A's again. So if we want to take care of the A's, we need to take care of them ourselves. All right, A.J., best of luck today. You got it. Back with more Astro Launch right after this. Cole's first pitch to Davis is a fastball strike on the inside corner. Robert Ford, Steve Sparks, pleased to be joined by a very special guest, Mattress Mac. Glad uh, to be here, Robert Steve. It's an honor and privilege to be here in Minute Maid Park, one of my happy places in the world. Owner of Gallery Furniture here in Houston as the 0-1 is a strike on the inside corner. We were just talking about it a little bit uh, before we went on the air about uh, just a year ago, Hurricane Harvey was bearing down on Houston. And, and you and your staff really, I mean, did a commendable job of, of trying to help people who, who had no place to go. Yeah, you know, the, the real heroes were the first responders, the firemen, the policemen, but everybody did their part, and the entire city of Houston and all of Texas rose up, and we helped each other. And a year later, we're not fully recovered, but we're darn sure on the road to recovery. So it's been a long year and lots of tragedy, but lots of triumph for human spirit. Absolutely. Became a happy place for a lot of people, didn't it? That's right, a happy place. <laughs> and a lot of the happiness was brought by the Houston Astros winning the World Series. A huge shot in the arm. 1-2 to Davis has lifted foul and into the third deck behind home. Mac, when did you start following baseball? And what were your childhood memories about the Astros or Colt 45s? Well, I lived in Dallas, so uh, I followed the Colt 45s way back when. Not, not. I think I was more of a Yankees fan. I must <laughs> You've changed, though, which yes, we thank appreciate. God. I had a conversion. Yes, thank God. 1-2 to Davis just off the plate away with a slider to even the count. And... You know, you've become such a big part of the community. You know, it seems like every time I've been in a gallery furniture store, see your folks uh, wearing Astros gear, and uh, especially after the, the World Series. Yeah, especially after the World Series, we decided to do the win it all, get it all promotion again this year. So we're pulling for the Astros to win it all and give away a lot of pre-matches like we did last year. 
Davis pops one foul off to the right. White gives it a look, but that's into the seats. I can explain that uh, promotion that you've got going on okay. in, in case somebody doesn't know. People that need to sleep better come out to any gallery furniture locations or buy it online. A mattress, $3,000 or better. A Sealy, a Stearns & Foster, or a Tempur-Pedic mattress. And if the Astros win it all, I can't say World Series, but if they win it all like they did <laughs> last year, then you get your $3,000 free, free, free. And that's an, a, a promotion from Mattress Mac. I can't help myself. And you had that promotion last year as well. 2-2, fastball up and in. And, of course, the Astros did win it all. And so you had a party for uh, the, the folks who were able to get those refunds. And a few Astros showed up, right? We had a huge party. We refunded $12 million that night. And wow. The lights went out for two hours. It was unbelievable. They thought I hadn't paid the bill. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you couldn't afford it right. anymore. Yeah. Davis hits a 3-2 foul into the seats off to the right. But, but a lot of a lot of people took advantage of it. Didn't yeah, they? Carlos Correa was there, AJ Hinch was there, and Alex Bregman and uh, the Gaddis. The Gaddis, and they were great. They couldn't have been nicer. They signed autographs, took pictures with everybody. Just what great people they are, and it was a tremendous night celebrating the Astros World Series and the resurgence of Houston. Here comes the ninth pitch to Chris Davis, and he hits it foul again into the screen, and we'll do it again at at three and two as we talk to Mattress Mac, owner of course of Gallery Furniture. And, you know, we were talking about Hurricane Harvey, and you're having an event, Unity in Community, a uh, uh, Harvey reunion. What, what, we had the Harvey me? reunion last night, had several okay. hundred people there. It was great, and uh, people reliving and telling their stories about how they were doing since the aftermath of Hurricane Harvey. Very cathargic for lots of people, very cathargic for me, in fact. Breaking ball misses high and inside. Did Davis hold on the swing? He did, says Jordan Baker at first, so Chris Davis... A 10-pitch plate appearance draws a walk to start the top of the second. Mac, you said something last year that stuck with me. And when we asked you uh, what drives you to go out there and help people, and you mentioned something about it being the way you were raised, and you feel obligated to go out there and help people and, and be generous and be part of the community. That's right, Steve. I had wonderful parents, and they taught me that the essence of living is giving. It's better to give than receive, and I've tried to live my life that way and hopefully role model for my children and grandchildren uh, the same thing. First pitch to Matt Olson as a breaking ball upstairs. Dave is at first. Nobody out. No score in the top of the second. Astros and A's. Cole with the 1-0. Curve ball. That's a strike on the outside corner. Yeah, it was really amazing just, uh, and I know you don't do this for, for attention, the, the coverage that you got nationally for everything that, I mean, from obviously the what you did during Harvey and also the win-it-all promotion, swing and a miss, a, a one-two count now to Olsen. Uh, yeah, we had all those people there from CBS and NBC and BBC and Australian TV, and they all said the same thing. How could you let these people sleep in your fancy furniture store and eat, off your, eat all your furniture and sleep on your recliners and sofas and mattresses? My question, answer was, how could I not? These are our people. You know, you got to take yeah. care of our people. Long set by Cole. Now the 1-2 to Olsen. Swing and a miss. Got him on a high fastball. Third strikeout for Cole, and there's one out. So I'm just curious. So all, all those people came in into the, the furniture store, and they were sleeping on the beds and eating food on the recliners and all that. What did you do with all that furniture at that point? Was that a, a discounted item? What do you think I did with this Sparky? I had a sale. <laughs> <laughs> of course I had a sale. And people got discounts, and they were happy. That's perfect. That's it. Yeah. I also love the – I don't remember which program I saw, one of the national programs where they asked you, how, how could you let people do this? Say, hey, this is what the furniture's for. That's right. It's made to be uh, – 
sat on and slept on and ate on. That's, that's function dictates design. <laughs> Steven Piscotti taps one foul behind home for strike one. Davis at first with one out, no score top of the second as we talk with Mattress Mac from Gallery Furniture. Hey, Mac, I've got to say something. So uh, when we were visiting with Milo Hamilton before he passed and he was in the, the nursing home, you had sent over a recliner that meant the world to him and his family uh, that he was able to kind of be comfortable in those last days. And just wanted to mention to that so people could hear the, what a neat gesture that was. Curveball has popped up foul, and Tyler White able to make the play going up the first baseline. Two outs, Davis still at first. You know, as I sit here with um, Robert and Steve, I can feel Milo's presence. Uh -huh. You know, he, he's here even though he's not. And what, what a great guy he was. Always had a kind word for everybody, just somebody that we all could emulate as a true ambassador of baseball, but also no ambassador of Houston and ambassador of being a good guy. You have a, a couple seconds to tell us about your trip to the White House? Oh, yeah. That was, first of all, the Astros called me and said, we want you to go to the White House. I said, I didn't play an inning. They said, we want you to go anyway. So that was, <laughs> that was incredibly nice. First pitch to Marcus Simeon is downstairs for a ball. So I'm sitting in the back, you know, where I should be sitting, and one of the Astros ladies said, you got to sit up front. So I'm sitting right in the front, and I'd known Donald Trump. I'd interviewed him one time, and he knew me. So he comes out there and he says, you're really going to sell a lot of furniture off this deal. <laughs> <laughs> and Simeon drives this one deep to left field, and you can kiss that one goodbye. Onto the train tracks, a two-run home run for Simeon, and the A's have a 2-0 lead. Well, those two-out home runs are, are killer. That time, Marcus Simeon, who's having a great month of August and the month of July, Really started to pick things up offensively. Puts the, uh, the A's on the board first. First home run Garrett Cole has allowed in nine starts. Had gone 51 innings since giving up his last home run to Shinsu Chu back on July 4th in Arlington. We talk here with Mattress Mac. A's lead two to nothing as Jonathan Lucroy will stand in here. Mac, that wasn't the first time you'd been to the White House, was it? It was the first time. Was it yeah. really? Really? Uh, yeah, first time. First pitch to Luke Roy is high. Yeah, I bet. And all the Astros guys were so great and so uh, such a great representation of our entire city and our entire state. You just couldn't ask for a better group of people than the Astros. Cole with the 1-0. Curveball tap weakly right side. White to his right. He has it. Underhands to Cole who gets the first in time and the inning is over. A's take the lead, however, on the home run by Simeon. Mattress Mack. Gallery Furniture, always good to see you. Thanks for everything you do for the city of Houston and, and for all the great people here. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, Sparky. I really enjoy your broadcast. I listen all the time, and I appreciate everything the entire Astros organization does for the entire city. They, I went to a baseball parade in early April. All of it sponsored by the Astros, all these happy little boys and girls because of the Astros Foundation. The Astros are a driving force for good in the entire city, and they lift us all up. So thank you for awesome. what you do. You got all it. Right. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Bill Brown, longtime television broadcaster and radio broadcaster, too, at one time for the Houston Astros. And you got to do something really neat this past weekend. You went down to Whataburger Field, uh, caught a Corpus Christi Hooks game. Uh, on Saturday throughout the first pitch you contributed to the the broadcast as well and you know the minor leagues a lot of broadcasters cut their teeth in the minor leagues before getting to the major leagues I know that wasn't your story it was a little different for you so what was it like that experience getting down there and getting to be a part of a, a broadcast at double-a 
I'm working my way in reverse order, Robert. <laughs> Going from major leagues, I was at AAA Round Rock earlier this year for a game. Now Double A, so next year I need to go to A ball. No, it's a blast, and and they do such a wonderful job of marketing the team there. Uh, it was a full house, and uh, they had a concert afterwards. It was a Bregman jersey giveaway. So yeah, a complete picture. And I know these players uh, appreciate the turnout when they have these capacity crowds there, and uh, they they get into the games. They're playing very hard there now. And I know it's only one game that you got a chance to see and, and broadcast down there in, in Corpus Christi, but I wanted to ask you about a few guys. You got a chance actually to call a home run by Ronnie Dawson, who was the Astros' second-round pick. Looking again for contact on the 0-1 pitch. He rifles one high. Right field. Going back, Michael Gaddis. Looking up. He seems to be a guy who's been on the rise, kind of scuffled a little bit last year before picking it up late in the year, but but has been playing pretty well for Corpus Christi, it seems like. He really has. I know you look at the numbers, but yeah. he's hit, I think, six home runs since he arrived there. And uh, he gave them the lead with a home run to right center field. The wind usually blows across in from right and out toward left. And, uh, you know, Michael Coffin and Sam were telling me they don't get a lot of home runs that are hit that far yeah. to right center field. So a big moment for Ronnie Dawson. Then he had the game-winning walk-off hit, too, in the 10th yeah. inning. Pretty, pretty special. And, and Corbin Martin started the game, and he's a local kid, went to, went to A&M. And uh, I know it wasn't one of his better outings, but, but what did you see in, in that game? Really strong stuff. Uh, I think he's somebody to watch for next year, certainly. Mm -hmm. Uh, but at double A, and in that particular game, he had uh, three strikeouts in the first inning. The second inning, gave up single double, had second and third, nobody out, no runs scored in that one. Later on, he did give up some runs, but just outstanding stuff, and I think he's somebody to watch. I think he will definitely be a big leaguer at some point whenever he's needed, right? Was there anybody else who, who really stood out to you while you were down there? Well, I, you know, just being there the one game, there were a lot of people I didn't see, but I've heard good things about the lefty pitcher Ryan Hartman, mm -hmm. and um, I think from what I hear, he's a Dallas Keuchel type, so he's somebody who's probably flying under the radar yeah. for a lot of fans, but somebody to keep an eye on for the future. When you watch a minor league game and you've gotten a chance to go to several particularly since you, you retired from doing Astros broadcast do you sometimes have to change your expectations because it's not the big leagues close to the big leagues a step or two away but but not quite the big leagues exactly um, you, you do see more of a human side yeah. <laughs> you know the players aren't uh, quite as machine like and, and as computer like in their execution of the fundamentals but you know one thing I really like is the new extra inning rule in the minor leagues so that game in particular went to the 10th they start by placing a runner at second base he's the guy who made the last out the previous inning and that's the way it plays out and in this particular case the hooks won the game their opponents did not score and they did and it's a way to keep the innings off pitchers and keep the stress away from managers uh, compared to games that might last 16 innings you know did you get a chance to spend some time with hooks manager uh, Omar Lopez I did not because I went looking for him and he was out on the field of course with one of those early workouts but um, Everything I hear about him is good. I, I think it's especially a tribute to him because of the flow of talent. You know, the guys who have gone to AAA and they've been replaced and, and the new players have been worked in seamlessly to the lineup. And uh, their record is fantastic both in the first and second half of the season.
By the way, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you, your first pitch, did you throw a strike? I, actually, I did. I think it was a mistake, <laughs> Robert. But, you know, somebody had asked me, are you going to get up on the mound? I said, hey, I've seen clips of guys who were just inducted to Cooperstown, and they don't get up on the mound. So that's not happening. All right, Bill Brown, always good to see you. Always good to hear from you. Glad you enjoyed your time down at Corpus. Thanks, Robert. My pleasure. You want to hear this ridiculous question we got on Twitter, Robert? Sure. The following is a production of Great News. Astros Radio turned my wife into a fan. Steve Sparks, Robert Ford. She doesn't really like baseball. Should I keep her? That is crazy. No, don't keep her. Robert Ford and Steve Sparks. That's ridiculous. Fielding your baseball questions. Dump her. The opinions of Steve Sparks do not reflect the opinions of the Houston Astros Radio Network. The Houston Astros. Doesn't like baseball. That's silly. Radio Network.